0: Hello and welcome to Reliance's podcast. We hope that the message encourages your heart today. If you'd like to join us in person, we meet weekly on Sunday mornings at 8, 9.30, or 11 o'clock a.m. And if you want to find out more about Reliance, come check us out online. I want to talk about waiting on God. He's worth the wait. Amen? And we should go at the prayerful pace. Worth the wait, the prayerful pace. It's kind of fun to say. But the thing, one thing that we each have in common in this room is we're all waiting for something. And I don't know what it is. Maybe you're waiting for an opportunity. Maybe you're waiting for a relationship. You single young adults in the room. Uh, maybe you're waiting for uh, just some, a conversation. You're waiting for whatever it is. Maybe you've been seeking and petitioning God for something in your life and it hasn't happened yet, but you're believing for it to happen. And I wanna just invite us again in this moment to let us know that we're in good company. You read about folks in the Bible and they get promises from God and then they live their whole life long operating in obedience, believing him, taking him at his word. And so right now, if you'll just close your eyes with me and what's the first thing that comes into your heart that you've been waiting on God for? And I want to invite you to surrender to him again and to trust him with it, and to love him in it, and to love him more than that thing. He's got capable hands, and he will bring about. Amen? So today, I want to start here with this phrase that God made mankind to tarry with him. And that word Terry is a word for lingering. And what is lingering but kind of hanging on for a while, for a long time? And I remember there was a time when, but this is before Jordan and I were married, we were dating, we were on a six month break, not because we wanted to be, but because we needed to be. And we were out of school and the school had kind of paused everything. At the start of the year, it was in January, to go on a thing of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And they canceled all of our classes. And they said, hey, we just want you to go to the prayer room instead. And, and so I had a goal. I had nothing else to do. I didn't have money to go do other things. So I had a goal to just be in the prayer room. And so I had a goal of seven hours a day. And it was nuts. Like, I felt like I was going nuts in the prayer room. And there was a day in particular, almost halfway through, and I'm just... It had been hours, and I kind of just am at this place where I'm vocalizing my frustrations to God. God, this feels like a waste of time. What's being accomplished here? I'm hungry. I'm not experiencing You. I'm not feeling Your nearness. Yada yada yada. Then this thing, my frustration with how Jordan and I were on a break, comes up in my heart, and I just begin to give it all to the Lord, boohooing to Jesus. And He just said this thing to me. He caught me, and my it's like the thing He wanted to deal with that day, I guess. But he said, Jacob, I'm going to give her to you. I'm going to give her to you. But right now, it's just you and me. It's just you and me. Won't you tarry with me a little longer? And I was so touched by his invitation to just linger with him. Because I could tell there was such earnesty in his call. It's just you and me right now. I'm going to give her to you. But won't you tarry with me? Here we are. Ten years later, and I have found that this really is the most gratifying, sustaining, most exhilarating way to live my life. And this is the invitation for everyone in this room today. So to be unfulfilled in this pursuit is to take your eyes off of him. It's not because he's uh, unfaithful. It's because we got our eyes on other things. And so today, here's your invitation to get your eyes back on him, the king of kings, the eternal one, the one that we're meant to be bonded to. We can have, I mean, God put it in us, in our design, this, this ability. We long for this endless fascination. It's the reason we're scrolling for so long. It's the reason we're watching movies. It's the reason we're setting records because we're looking for something bigger than we can see. And it's God, and I know we, many of us know that in the room, but like, that's a God thing in you. Yeah. He made you in his image. He made you with that kind of capacity that it just will blow your human mind. There's the songs that I love that kind of help me think of this. There's a song called Endless Ocean, and the singer's just saying, you are an endless ocean. You are a bottomless sea. There's no end to the depth of your affection for me. There's no end, and I could just swim here all day. I could just drown in your love. There's another one. So at Reliance, we've been talking about prayer all throughout the month of January, and this song came into my heart. What a friend we have in Jesus. All of our sins and our grief to bear, what a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit, what needless pain we bear, all because we don't carry everything to God in prayer. Have we trials or temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful? Who will all our sorrows share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. I love this. I, I, whoever wrote this, I just believe they were experiencing that lifelong groan of like, he's better, he's, I'm waiting on him, I'm, I'm longing for him, I'm, he's the satisfaction, he's my fulfillment. This is the kind of life that we're in, invited to. I, just, I love to highlight the story of Joseph because at 17 he gets dreams from God, right? And, and what does he do? He's brilliant, he goes and he tells his big brothers how he's gonna be greater than them one day. And they respond, and they're like, we don't like you anyways, dude. And there he is. He's trouncing around in that coat in his father's favor. And he's got the dreams of God in his heart. And he tells these people, and they're like, you know what? Let's get rid of this guy. Look, you and me, we get to dance, and we get to wear that coat too. It's a favor of God on our life. There's dreams in your heart that he put in there not to tease you, like, for me, I had this dream of playing music, and it's still in my heart of sharing music with the world. I didn't ever plan on being a youth pastor. Never. But I am so glad that Jesus has invited me to hang out with those guys. Yeah, man. We're glad too. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think of the story of Joseph. Joseph. Not only is he rejected by his family, thrown out by his brothers, but he's sold into slavery. He's accused of wrongdoing. He's thrown in jail, and he's forgotten about. And you can find Joseph's story begin in Genesis 37, and you'll notice something. In everything that happens to Joseph, there's this phrase, the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph in slavery, with Joseph in prison, with Joseph in leadership. And Joseph has this 13-year period where he got the dream and then actually sees it happen. And now, you might be amazed to know, this is actually one of the shorter timelines of waiting in the Bible. David is anointed king as a teenager. And then it's almost two decades later that he becomes king. Abraham, 80 years old. You're going to have a son. 100 years here he is, Isaac is born. Guys, we're invited to wait, to tarry with God. It's making the waiting that much sweeter when you know he's there. Amen. He just spoke to my heart and worshiped that thing of we crown you. He gave me the picture of at the end of, when my, on my arrival. I'll, I'll stand with him with the crown and adorned on this crown that I get to give him are jewels of memory. Jewels of sacrifice, jewels of these moments that I've had with God. And he tilted his head toward me, and I got to put it on. I got to put it on his head. And he, and he embraced me, and then he had a crown for me, and it was his affection. And these crowns had become like wedding rings, and we were bonded. We were bonded. But I just say that he saw every moment. He was there. His hand was the hammer forming those jewels of memory that I got to give him. His eyes brought the fire that removed the impurity so they could go on a crown. This is the life that we are all invited to walk in. And I'm so grateful that it's not all supposed to happen in your late teenage years, early 20s. Like what society feeds us is if you're not a somebody by the time you're 21, then you're a nobody. But you have a whole life to live in God. Don't neglect what you get every day. Teenagers, you need to hear that because everyone's trying to get you to believe that. That if you're not an influencer, then you're not bringing any influence. And it's just a lie, it's a scheme of the enemy. Old people in the room. God's not done with you. You're still on the earth for a reason. I have some friends uh, named David and Sandy Riffle, and David has been doing a ministry called Mentoring Warriors. There are many of our young adults who are working with him and hanging out with him in it. But he puts articles on their website, and one of them that he had on there recently was about, it was called Dreams from God. And in the dream, he is on a hike, he's on the mountain trail, and suddenly realizes he's alone, and he becomes afraid. The company that was with him has left him. They've either gone on ahead of him or abandoned him. And these feelings of fear and rejection and inadequacy begin to overtake him. And he says in the dream, he just sits down, puts his hands in his head, and begins to worry. Like, why am I not where this trail is going to lead to yet? Why am I not, why am I still on this? Why am I alone in this? And suddenly he became aware that Jesus was right there next to him. And he asks Jesus, where am I? What's going on? And Jesus' response in the dream is, you're right here with me. You're here with me. And suddenly he's not alone like he thought. And he's safe and content. And as I was looking at this story Or looking at this dream, it reminded me of a story in John 21, where Jesus is addressing Peter at the end, and he's reinstating him before he goes back to be with with the Father. And he's telling Peter, this is 21, verse uh, 18, 17, once more he asked Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter is grieved that Jesus had questioned this a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know I love you. I'd give my whole life to follow you. And Jesus said, then feed my sheep. The truth is, when you were young, you were able to do as you liked and go wherever you wanted to. But when you're old, you will stretch out your hands and and others will direct you and take you where you don't want to go. Verse 19, Jesus said this to let him know what kind of death he would die to glorify God. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Peter, do you love me? You know I love you. Follow me. Peter turns in in verse 20. He saw John, and he asks, Lord, what about him? And Jesus responds, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You follow me. Peter has his own life, John has his own life, and they can follow Jesus together. But look, I get caught up in this thing like David and his dream of like, the people that I was on this road with, they've surpassed me. Yeah. They're doing the things that, they're doing the dream that's in my heart. What about me? And Jesus is coming to us in this moment and saying, you're here with me. What about them? What is that to you? Follow me. If I'm here right now, then be with me here right now. And I was just so touched by the nearness of God and the invitation of the Holy Spirit to be still, to wait on Him, to let Him be the one who satisfies the craving in my heart, the things that hunger for what I can't see. Ultimately, they're gonna be found in Him. They are found in Him. He's the reward of my life. He's the reward of your life. He's the reason you exist, Apart from him, we have no good thing. Knowing God is going to make the waiting sweeter. And if you don't know him, then here's your invitation today. If you don't know him, here's your invitation to trust him, to surrender the, the thing. To offer it on the altar and say, I want you to have it because I trust you, I love you more than I want this thing. You know, Joseph, again, just I want to come back to him, setback after setback. But the Lord was with Joseph. We don't get in here that Joseph turned his back on God and forgot about the dream. But that he believes God and he trusts God. And God uses him to rescue the world. And puts in him a plan. He becomes this Jesus-type figure where the world has to come to Egypt. They have to come to Joseph to get food. He's saying, come to me this morning. Come and eat. I'm the bread of life. I'm the bread of heaven. In me, you will find satisfaction. He can fulfill the craving. But the, but the groan, is a, it's, it's worth it. Only if you know God. If you don't know him then life, life can be just tough and then the end but if you know him then he makes this trial he makes the, we, the waiting sweeter he's worth the wait I'll just take you back to that moment I had with God in the prayer room and I was whining about how I wasn't with Jordan and and he said I'm going to give her to you and can I tell you she's been worth the wait wherever she is so grateful. The first time I asked her out, she told me no, by the way, because she wasn't ready. <laughs> she was worth the wait then, too. And so I'm just so grateful. And you can be too to follow Jesus every day, all day, when you feel his closeness and when you don't. Teenagers, I fully believe that he's going to carry you into your 20s, 30s, and 40s. You'd be more, more on fire for him than you are now. And for you too in the room, he who's in you is greater to keep you than he who's in the world. That's the Holy Spirit. That's the guarantee of our salvation right there. So, God, I ask right now, well, I thank you for your seal, for your seal of the Holy Spirit. We're never alone, how you're worth the weight. God, I ask that you would give us the courage to trust you again, to go at your pace, to to take everything to you in prayer. Would you bless these ones to come alive in you every day in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's word. We hope that it continues to encourage you and bless you as you go about your day-to-day. Until then, we will see you next Sunday. Have a great week.